Welcome back, everyone, to Nintendo Dispatch, your weekly Nintendo podcast covering all things from the wide, wide, beautiful world of Nintendo. I'm James Motts Montemagno. And I am Michael the Triumph Rivette. Uh, triumphing still through two recordings, Michael. I love so it. many requests. <laughs> Just getting through it all is a triumph in my mind. Yes, we are back to our normal episode, breaking down the latest and greatest in news, reviews, game releases, top you know, bestsellers, all that good stuff. No more Nintendo Direct this week, Michael. We're over it. We're done. I'm over it. Ugh. Is there anything now that you've had a week to reflect that you're like, oh, man, that Nintendo Direct, best thing in the entire world? Like, Still just happy about it. Still just feeling like that was that was good. I'm 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 happy. Yeah, I'm happy. And if anyone, you know, didn't or still wants to go back and listen to our Nintendo Direct recap, we did a bonus episode this weekend that you can download and listen to. It's just ours already in your podcast feed. So just go ahead and get that one, too. So if you're like, oh, man, they're not going to talk about the Direct. Like, we already talked about it for 45 minutes. So go. (laughs) we talked about it longer than the actual Direct and all of the news around the Direct. So we talked about some of the things like the Nintendo Online Service, things that are going in there and some of the other um, parts and pieces of games that we found out more about later. So go back, make sure you download and listen to that Nintendo Direct Dispatch. Ooh, that's a good name um, for it because that's what it's called. Um, (laughs) There we go. So let's just get right into the news, Michael. Again, we're over it. We're done with get out of here direct. But honestly, what was cool is that some there's a crossover from stuff that happened at the direct because there is an Animal Crossing v splatoon 2 collaboration no not for the game coming out in 2019 but for pocket camp the game that no one is playing anymore um but maybe they will the twitter account the japanese twitter account for animal crossing pocket camp they basically unveiled the splatoon 2 festival inside of the game that's already starting you can get it right now so it's kind of like right after we recorded last time but it's super cool i don't know i love splatoon i love we talked about this in the in the direct recap but I love the world of a freaking Splatoon. I think it's so cool. You can get all sorts of like green and pink splotches and cool hat wear for your Animal Crossing characters. Um, is this going to make you jump back into Animal Crossing Pocket Camp? Oh, no, absolutely not. But <laughs> I do think it's interesting that they have this crossover, right? I mean, it's cool. That's awesome. But there's no... In the detail of this event, there's no reason like they don't say why or how this affects the game or even why these two worlds are coming together. They, they don't give any explanation for it other than the fact that it's happening. So just be excited for it. And as you said, the event kicked off September 13th. So it's it's well within it. And we looked all over just to make sure that it hadn't expired already. And there's no details as to when this ends. So the party essentially should still be going on you should still get in there to your pocket camp and just cover the place with ink that's all i wanted i just want to cover everything with bright pink and green (laughs) ink all the time uh well in some more sad news kind of more of a follow-up we had mentioned in earlier dispatch that finally rocket league was going to be adding full cross-platform uh party support with their new rocket id system um, and it was supposed to go live this month in September, but ain't going to happen, Michael. No. They said that basically two major factors went into determining, you know, what they were going to do here. They wanted new online matches um, and private systems and new online features and new XP conversion systems. It just kind of sounded like there was 
too much, right? They have a new roadmap, but they just decided, hey, we want to ensure that we're making all these other changes that we don't introduce too many changes and don't mess up the entire game for everybody. <laughs> so it makes sense. It was a good yeah. call. They were trying to make it right. Yeah, it sounds like maybe the XP system and matchmaking, there's something, some some kind of deep rabbit hole that just wasn't working yet. So um, it's okay. I think it's okay. They're still planning on doing it, but it's not going to happen this month. No um, date on when it will happen, um, but soon, hopefully, maybe eventually. Future. Hopefully. The now- future. We all know people want to get their hands on Super Smash Brothers. People are going crazy for this game. It's all over the place. Well, now Super Smash Brothers Ultimate is going to college. That's right. It's going to college. Well, then once they're done with once they're done with Best Buy, where else are you going to go? Well, to exactly. I mean, you're, you can only go to college after. So essentially, Nintendo is partnering with Wendy's College Tailgate Tour to bring Super Smash Brothers Ultimate to. I guess, notable football matchups all over the country. Um, so what they're doing is they've got the setup and it's going to be featuring a customized Super Smash Brothers Ultimate branded trailer, like a big old you know tractor trailer, semi-trailer. It's going to have six gameplay stations, a large LED screen dedicated to the tailgate areas outside the major college stadiums and fans are going to get all around. They're going to, they're going to play. They're going to cheer before they go into the stadium to like cheer on their, their team, I guess. So I'm, I'm curious to see how this does. I'm part of me thinks like maybe that's not the crowd or the time. Like they're already focused on something else. They're focused on like cooking and having drinks and kind of getting pumped up for the football game. But maybe this will fit into the equation. I don't. It'd be really interesting to see. Um, but the college tailgate tour kicks off September twenty second at staff Stanford at Oregon game. So they've got a whole list of about ten different games that are happening all over the country. Uh, we can put that in our show notes so people can kind of see if there's anything happening around them, and maybe you can check it out and get your hands on, and then go see a football game. Yeah, you know, it's pretty intriguing. I, you know, I go to Sounders games here. Uh, Seattle, it's fo- that's uh, football. And by football, I mean soccer. Mm. Uh, and you know, what's intriguing about that is that there are different sorts of things all over the place, like these big, you know, I would say these big kind of tents and things that you can go into. But I get to the games like right before they start. So I don't yeah. really. You're not doing the tailgating. No, it's not, I'm not a tailgater, especially gotcha. not at that. So. I think it's cool that they're doing this, but it it reminds me of a at least better thing that they than when they announced the switch and they were doing the tour. Do you remember they were doing it with John Cena and John Cena oh, was yeah. traveling across the globe into random destinations like that no one could find and all the was going on. <laughs> so this is at least better. So. Yeah, this could I think it could either be really, really cool, like people are gonna be pumped for it, or I think it's just gonna sit there and nobody's gonna even do anything with it just because it's like just doesn't fit in with what people are doing at the moment. Um, the trailer does look cool that like they show sort of a CGI mock-up of it, of what it would look like. And it does look like it's a pretty cool space, huge screen. So everybody can kind of stand around and watch the competitions happening. But uh it'll be interesting. We'll you know, we'll see what happens. Yeah. So now we've got a little bit of Fortnite uh, information 
I guess, you know, we reported a couple weeks ago that Fortnite was having issues on the Switch. They're trying to figure out what is going on. Why is it performing so poorly? And in doing that and in trying to improve on that game performance, they decided to remove video capture on the Switch. Now, Epic posted on Reddit saying, you may have noticed we disabled the video capture feature on the Nintendo Switch as of version 5.40.2 client update. This was done for performance and stability reasons as we've been seeing a high rate of out of memory related crashes. Disabling this feature saves a significant amount of RAM while also having a positive effect on overall performance across the board. So essentially by just turning off that feature, it is helping the game perform. Um, There's currently no date slated or anything for this to come back. They are thinking about making it sort of an option. So you can option into having the feature if you don't mind having maybe potentially slowed down gameplay or anything like that. For me, I never experienced any issues due to the RAM. I guess maybe I just don't use it a lot or I don't understand why it was causing it, but I never experienced it. But as can be expected with things like this, neckbeards across the country are just raging, saying that this has ruined the game for them. It has ruined it. Fortnite is ruined. I cannot record my sweet kills any longer. But in my mind, it is nothing. Just play the game and move on. I, you know, I do like taking videos of stuff, but it's not a deal breaker. You know, there was parts in Little Nightmares where I wanted to record stuff or some other games and they have it turned off because developers mm-hmm. have to opt into it um, mm-hmm. or they have to opt out of it. I think it's on by default or something like that. I don't know. Yeah, and- I agree. It, same thing with um, Hollow Knight. Hollow Knight, there's mm-hmm. a couple of times I want to record something. I can't do it. Can't be done. Doesn't ruin the game though. It does not ruin the game. It ruins it. Mats, I don't understand why you don't get this. I cannot record my sweet kills. <laughs> if people can't see those sweet kills, then do they even happen? It's like the game. It's if a if a tree falls in the woods, doesn't make a sound if there's nobody there to hear. It. It's the same oh, exact thing. Oh nobody knows. Nobody so, does. Gotta, gotta see those sweet kills. Those sweet, sweet kills. You, they're gonna bring it back. It'll be optional. People yeah, it'll be calm optional. down. Uh, calm down, everybody. It'll be all right. Um, all right. So moving on to some new accessories and products. Tom Talk has released a new line of Nintendo Switch travel cases. And I was looking through these because I'm actually in the market for a new case because with my traveling recently, I cracked my screen protector my Ooh. on my Switch. So Whoa. clearly the case I am using is not protecting it enough. Luckily, I had a screen protector on it. Um, but so now I'm looking at something that has a little bit more protection. And in this case, this could be it. They have three different sizes. And all of them include an outer material, whether it's a fabric or some sort of you know mesh or something like that, which is sort of a weather guard, waterproofing. They have the middle protective shell, so a harder middle shell, and then the inner soft, baby smooth surface for your Switch to nestle in and be safe as can be. They have three different sizes, as I said, small, which is just a case, right? You can just put it in. And these harder molded cases have it kind of the buttons and the joy con sticks are all like sculpted into it so everything kind of fits really snugly in there the small is 17 dollars. then you go up a size to the medium which has a handle can handle 18 games you can throw your ac adapter in there and a couple other small accessories that comes in at 19 dollars. then you have the big 
the big boy, the large, which is designed for professional gamers. And this one can carry pretty much everything that it is out there for the Switch. You can do 32 games, your Joy-Cons, your HDMI cables, the dock, four Joy-Con straps, a Pro Controller, and from the photos, it looks like a lot more beyond that. And it's basically like a suitcase. And this comes in at $43. Hmm. Yeah, these look pretty good. I mean, they. I don't know. I've never heard of Tom Talk. Have you heard of this company? I have never heard of this company. Hmm. Apparently, yeah. they're some tech manufacturer i don't know they seem like they do stuff the the cases look really nice uh i like my waterfield one quite a bit but it's not a hard case it's more of a luxury good um yeah well that was that was my problem with mine i have the nintendo the licensed nintendo case and it's sort of soft you know but it just holds just the switch and i like that i like the form factor of it but after seeing that my screen got broken I'm kind of like, man, I want something a little more robust because I do tend to just throw it in my bag and I want something that's going to, I know it's going to be safe. Yeah. Yeah. They, they look nice. So I'm, I'm intrigued because of mine is soft and I was bringing it and playing some games yeah. recently on a live stream and, and I had it sitting around. I was like, oh, I'm going to have someone sits on that game over. So gone. Yeah. Done. Gone. Um, so yeah, that's, uh, it's, I'm in the market for it. And then this popped up. I'm like, yeah, gotta, gotta look into these. Get it and can give it a review. Yeah. So now we're going to move on to best sellers. This week, we're doing it a little bit different. We're going to go through the top 10 of the best sellers because we really are just excited for there's so many great indie games in this. And we were just like, you know what? We've got to talk about these, some of these games. You've already heard a lot of the names, but we're just the top 10 was just so full of great, great indie games that we wanted to share them all. Uh, right off the bat, we have Human Fall Flat. It was on sale the last couple of weeks, I believe. So it really just skyrocketed right into the number one spot. Then Minecraft, followed by Hollow Knight. Then we have a new in entry, Final Fantasy 15 Pocket Edition. Then we have Hyper Light Drifter, Overcooked 2, followed by Dead Cells. Then Into the Breach, The Messenger, and rounding out the top 10, One Strike. One now, Strike. One Strike. So now we also have a few others that we want to mention. They made their, their new entries into the top 30. So this is a pre-purchase. It's not even for sale yet. You can just buy it, but you can't play it yet. Undertale, for it came in at 12th place. Surgeon Simulator CPR is at 22nd place. Senran Kagura Reflections is 24th place. Broforce, 26th place. And Cities Skylines came in at 29th place. Broforce. So um, many yeah. games. So many good games. So many good games. I'm, I love the top 10. Um, of course, Minecraft still in their Hollow Knight. But I love seeing like Hyperlight Drifter, Into the Breach still hanging on, and The Messenger, which does look super good. So many great games. Yeah. I just... Reminds me of how little time I have to play anything. <laughs> well, let's do it, Michael. It's time for the new releases this week. And you mentioned it right there at number 29, breaking in, just being on for a few days, breaking into the top 30 of cities, sky, city skylines. Um, and city skylines is a Sim City esque game, but even done better, I guess, is, you know, the Sim City I you and say. I, I love, we love Sim City. Uh, and, we loved the new SimCity, but it it definitely wasn't the. This is like the mega crazy 
everything SimCity of SimCity. And uh, this did come out, so it's out right now. We like to do the sneaky last week releases that was released at the Nintendo Direct, and boom, it's already in the top 30. But there are by us snuck by us. But I might I you know, we talked about the the direct, but I I, I don't know. I need to play it on PC a little bit more and see if it really makes sense to get it on the Mm -hmm. switch. Um, There are some physical releases coming out somewhere announced at the direct. But let's go through them really quick. The first one, September 18th, we have a bunch of titles coming out. First is Labyrinth of Refrain. Coven of Dusk. Ooh. And this is from Nice America, uh, which is a great, great company that makes great RPG games. This is a dungeon crawler uh, role playing game. It actually came out in 2016 for the PS4. So it's actually making its debut for $50, um, both physical and retail uh, coming out, which is great. Uh, the next one is Have you ever played a Scribble Knots game? I, I sure don't. have. Uh, what do you think of Scribble Knots? Uh, it was okay. I yeah, played you, it on, I think, the DS when it first came out. I don't know. It just, I think it was just Scribble Mods then. Uh, it was cool. I, I mean, I was into it, but it didn't hold my interest for long. I will say that. Yeah, I, I'm a little bit worried about how you do entry because I think on the at least the 3DS you could just type on the screen or write on the screen. Where here you might have to do some stuff with the keyboard. I don't like that. But the Mega Pack, which is normal Scribble Knots, all unlimited and scribble knots unmasked a dc comics adventure two games uh for 40 dollars, which is really cool coming out um i never played any of them they looked cool but i I don't know i don't want to write things i guess i just want to play things so that was me (laughs) um now this one is probably one of the biggest releases coming out for both physical 30 dollars, 15 digital which is undertale have you ever played undertale no, but I, I did in researching, you know, it coming out, it looks really interesting and weird. So it, it, for 15 digital, I think it's something I may have to pick up because the gameplay seems so unique for this style game. Yeah, I love the description. So it's, it's an RPG, you know, it's busy, it's indie RPG. And the description is fall into the underworld and explore a hilarious and heartwarming world fared with full of... Uh, heartwarming world full of dra- dangerous monsters date a skeleton dance with a robot cook with a fish woman or destroy everyone where they stand the future is yours to determine uh, it's got a cool you know art style to it 8 16 bit ish style and this was one of the big announcements around e3 time and other direct so i'm glad to see it come out um looks good uh, i don't know if i'll buy physical for 30 dollars over digital 15 but it's there yeah, I saw one of the um, options was like, apparently in this game, you can complete the game without killing anything. So in one of the options is slime or something is attacking you. And the options are like, hug, cry, like you could, these are the things you can do to it. So I just thought it was really cute and, and, and sort of interesting, unique, I guess. Yeah, pretty unique. The whole game looks extremely unique. So I'll probably buy it at some point. Um, the next one is right up your alley, Michael. We know that you love to fish and you yourself, Michael, become could become a legendary fisher in the game. Legendary fishing. Oh, this, man, you got me. Yeah. Did you watch the trailers from Ubisoft? I, so did. You know it's good. I did watch the trailer. This looks pretty interesting. I mean, I, I would definitely try this. It's got 50 lures, 20 plus rods, 20 plus fish. Four-player multiplayer, Michael, and motion a control. A career mode. A career. I can make a career out of fishing now. You could just go off, and that could be your life. 
Well, I, you know, you are about to go on a salmon fishing trip. This could be good practice. You don't want to look bad. That's true. I'm going to look terrible. I hope um, that you buy this in preparation for the salmon fishing trip. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> it's just like I've real been playing life. legendary fishing. What, what is going on? I can't catch a thing. <laughs> oh, my goodness. All right. September 21st, uh, we talked about Xenoblade Chronicles 2, Torna, the Golden Country prequel expansion. Um, $40 physical if you don't already have it, or you can get the DLC off the other one. Um, and then what's really cool here is actually Banner Saga, which I've been wanting to buy for a long time. One, two, and three came out. They're coming out with the Banner Saga trilogy physical release. Uh, $50 gets you all three games, which is a great deal because if you buy all three digital, that'd be $65. So yeah, three and one. Awesome. Yeah, so cool. I might buy that. Yeah, that, that's a that's exactly how they should be doing it. I think that's great. You could have bought them one, two, three. I'd be angry if I did buy them digital one, two, three yeah. now. But I think this is a fantastic way. Of, what, a, what a steal. Like you said, $15 off of what it would have cost to have all three in one place. It's awesome. Yeah, yeah, super cool. All right, we have so many digital downloads to get through. We're going to just kick it off. I'm going to run through a bunch of these, and then I think we can go back and hit some of our favorites because we definitely have some favorites for this this uh, this week. So kicking it off, September 18th, we have Capcom Beat-Em-Up Bundle for $20. This game's going to include a whole mess of games. You're going to have Final Fight, Captain Commando, The King of Dragons, Knights of the Round, Warriors of Fate. And then as if that was not enough, you get two games that were never even available on a console you get armored warriors and battle circuit so if that's sort of your thing these classic beat-em-ups that is the bundle for you then we have om vom <laughs> i don't know i have no idea how to say uh, this name it's very odd it's o-m-v-o-r-m om vorm for 750 it's a fast-paced puzzle game i can see you and i battling it out playing this game then we have Speed Brawl for $20, Sword of the Guardian for $12. Then on September 19th, we have Siegecraft Commander for $20. Then on the 20th, we have A Case of Distrust Ooh. for $15. <laughs> then we have Hover for $25, Light Fingers for $20, Magic Cat for five mitsurugi kamai hakia for 12 i i destroyed that name i apologize i have no idea reigns king of kings and queens so two games in one essentially for eight dollars retimed for 15 the card poker texas hold'em blackjack and page one for five dollars great name the it's, it's a it rolls right off the tongue the gardens between for twenty dollars velocity 2x or is it two times i don't know for fifteen dollars then on the 21st uh, then on the 21st we have broken sword five the serpent's curse for thirty dollars and then my brother rabbit for fifteen so let's bring it back. Let's rewind. What What are you excited about? What are you into? You just Tarantinoed it, or we're about to Tarantino. I'm Tarantinoing it. it right now. Uh, we're going to back now. Okay, so we talked about Capcom previously. Uh, some games that look of interest to me. Uh, uh, now, mm, there's so many. So I would say that the Siegecraft Commander looks interesting. It's a fast-paced RTS and PvP mm -hmm. combat in one, but not enough to get me involved. Hover looks really cool. It's a single and online multiplayer game. 
and they call it a parkour game, but it's really like Jet Set Radio f- uh, Future, basically. And Jet Set Radio is like a cool game. I like that this game has up to 16 players online, which sounds crazy. Um, uh, looks cool. I don't know. Um, Retime looks really interesting if you like couch co-op. But the biggest one for me is a game um, that my buddy uh, told me about, buddy Jesse. He made me look at the trailer. He's like, have you seen this game? Because they, they announced it at one of the Nindy Directs. And it is Light Fingers. This game mm. looks unbelievably beautiful. It's a. I need this game. Need you, it. You, why do you need it? I. It just looks. First off, we already had this conversation. I think during our last recording, where we, where I have had this thing with these board games lately on the Switch. This is a board game on the Switch. It looks amazing. It does the only downside? Downside is that I think it needs to be local co-op to, yeah. or local to play it and that is unfortunate because i just don't ever see that point that happening where i'm with four people around my switch i just don't see it happening but it looks so good that i think i'm going to pick it up anyway yeah it's like a turn-based card not a turn-based board game but it they call it these things clockworks like the game board unfolds and then there's also yeah. real-time action in between and it looks bonkers so good and it's sort of like a thief game so you got misdirection and i think you're trying to trick people and i i everything about this i'm super excited for it just looks beautiful yeah i'm also into uh velocity two x or two times Mm -hmm. uh this is the sequel to to velocity ultra now people may it seems like a weird name for a game but this is a sci-fi platformer and shoot 'em up two genres in one I remember this game because I remember when it came out, it was many years ago, it was about four years ago, um, because it got amazing reviews. I went back and was watching some of the reviews and it just looks phenomenal. So I'm really excited to get my hands on this one. So you get not only like platformer, like fast paced platformer, but a shoot them up at the same time. So that game looks really, really stellar to me. Nice. So many good ones. For me, I'm really kind of drawn to quite a few of them here. Uh, Speed Brawl seemed really interesting to me. That's like a 2D combat racer. So essentially, you're like a speed run, but then you're also fighting people as you're doing it. It's just weird and different and seems really, really fun. I already mentioned Light Fingers. I think that looks great. The one that I'm really intrigued by is The Gardens Between. There's a $20 game, and I got to read the the description as it's written from Nintendo because it seems like a mind trip this game so <laughs> essentially the description is the best friends arena and front fall into a series of vibrant dreamlike island gardens peppered with everyday objects from their childhood together they embark on an emotional journey that examines the significance of their friendship the memories they've built what must be let go and what should never be left behind lost in a mysterious realm where cause and effect are malleable the friends find that time flows in all directions i mean this is getting crazy manipulate time to solve puzzles and reach the apex of of each island follow the duo as they unpack and explore their significant moments spent together lighten up constellations and illuminating threads of bittersweet narrative so now i'm wondering like bittersweet narrative why is it bittersweet like what is what's going on now all of this is just paired with a gorgeous gameplay it's kind of like a monument valley but just a little bit more detailed and more like vibrant looking much more color in the game um and then it's also paired with ambient music by tim shiel which i had never heard of him i guess it's shiel shile um 
but it, the music reminds me of Tycho. So if you're familiar with the band Tycho, I think you would really be into the music that is paired with this. It looks absolutely gorgeous. The music seems phenomenal. And I like the idea of this sort of puzzle slash narrative story that's going to be happening. So I don't know a lot about it. It could go the way of uh, the the last one we, we played where we didn't love, but it's enough to where I'm like, so intrigued. I think I have to get it. Hmm. Yeah, it looks beautiful. I, I, I don't even know what, it, how it's going to play, but I don't know. We'll find what you think when you download it and play yeah. it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I'll be sure to, I, I just hope it's not, uh, not to the same as what I was experienced when we played. Um, I can't think of the name of it. It was, it had such an impact on me. I can't even remember the name, the, the game we were talking about before where you're the little girl, little nightmares. Little nightmares. Thank you. I'm hoping it's not a little nightmare situation where it just the, the, it looked so beautiful and, and kind of got me that way. Yeah. So we'll see. Yeah. I will say the last one I want to talk about before we talk about anything else is there is a game called My Brother Rabbit, which is coming out for $15. You mentioned it. Uh, it's a point and click adventure. I'm not really a click and point adventure type of guy, but this game look so beautiful I'm, I'm a sucker for beautiful looking games and <laughs> the whole thing about it is it's hand-drawn absolutely stunning um the trailer looks cool i don't know everything it's coming to a bunch of different systems but it looks so great i don't know anything about it but it looks i mean i know as much as that it's a point and click adventure but watching the trailers getting to the media trying to find anything about how it's going to play on a day-to-day basis i'm not sure but it looks so good i it's mm. it's just a beautiful game i'm gonna link to the official website mybrotherrabbit.com give it a looksies because it is just wow i'm i'm just like wow, i wish i was an artist blown away by blown it. away i have to check it out yep. but with that it got us to everybody's favorite part of the show what you playing? What you been playing? Now, more like what I've been buying. Um, so what? I purchased, and we had talked about new accessories for the Switch. I bought some new accessories. Um, I picked up both the Nintendo Switch adjustable stand and the unofficial Amazon Nintendo Switch power supply that was upgraded recently to support the TV dock mode uh, because the adjustable stand is just an adjustable stand, but it can be powered because you need a charger. So uh, that thing was $20, and then the power supply was cheaper. It was actually like $18. Um, Okay, so let me break it down. The stand is pretty great. You can adjust anything from 30 to like 120 degrees almost. Um, It's sitting in front of me right now. I bought it as kind of an extra bedroom slash office little dock thingy. Um, You can charge your Switch while you play on it. it, It's pretty good. If you want to... Take it on the road with you because you want something to go with you. It's one of the better stands that I've seen because it's so small. It's um, um, really small. It's like half a Joy-Con size, like two, two half a Joy-Con, like a, ha- a Joy-Con folded in half. That's kind of what it is. Okay. Um, so uh, it's really good. Yeah, I'm, I'm really impressed with it. It's $20 and then $17. The power adapter, luckily, it's the same kind of width, but it's a little bit taller. It's a little bit thicker of a power adapter, but the power cable is a little bit longer. Um, it seems to work again. I'm a little bit worried. It's my first non-official, you know, thing from mm-hmm. that I bought, but 
I, I'm using but no it. problems yet. Yeah, no problems yet. It seems to charge it, so that's good. Yeah, good. That's um, awesome. Yeah. Uh, on the game side, I downloaded a bunch of demos uh, and I wanted to try them out, but I only got around to trying Swim Out, um, which is a game that we talked about a long time ago, and it has a really weird art style, and I had no idea really what it was, but I tried the demo of swim out, which is not a swimming game, but it's a swim puzzle game. Okay. Okay. Um, <laughs> it's unique. It's unique. I would say the you're, you're a swimmer kind of like Michael Phelps style and you're in a swimming pool and you can go up, down, left, right. But every move you make, there's a bunch of other swimmers in the pool with you and they make a move in a specific direction. You're trying to get to the end and get out of the pool. You're trying to swim out. It's in the name. It's in the title. And it gets really challenging. There's some like, uh, things they like turn around or you can freeze time or you can do these different things. Uh, if you're looking for like a really cool looking puzzle type game where you're like something really casual, it's not a very expensive game. It's like $5 pretty cool. And there's a demo, give it a try. Um, I, I played it for a little bit. I was like, well, that's actually really a lot better than I thought it was going to be. Um, it just in general has some really soothing music. So uh, to me, it was um, pretty, pretty solid. But besides that, Michael, I am on a Paladins kick. Paladins 24-7 nonstop all day. Bought the Battle Pass. Battle Passing it up. Um, this is my game. I, this is my type of game. We talked about it before, but this, I love it. I love it because I love that it's like all these different modes of traditional kind of first person shooter games that I know and love. It's not too complicated. It's fun. It's fast paced. There's different styles to it. Um, I like the challenges. I like trying to experiment a little bit. I feel like I'm definitely behind, but I'm also winning and shooting people, but I'm having fun. And I don't know. I'm, I'm, I'm really into it. I, I don't know what to nice. say. I love it. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah, I I mean I've been I have nothing new to report. So for me, what I've been playing uh has been primarily Fortnite and the reason is we are in the final week of the season. Mm. So week 10 has started. Uh, I think it ends on Thursday. Yeah, I think Thursday is the last day of this season and I have been doing a mad dash to catch up and get everything cuz I my goal for the season was to go through and get every single week completed 100%. Mm. And every week you're given seven challenges. So you just go through and whether it's, you know, eliminate 10 opponents or find 16 chests in some random area or whatever the challenge is. So I have two weeks with each only one challenge left and i'm just about completed every challenge of this season to be my first time doing it so that's that's for me has taken the all of my effort when i do play on the switch i've been doing that so that is it for me i have nothing new to report no new demos no new games <laughs> yet i'm just i'm to the i'm working to get to this this one accomplishment and then i can switch back to a maybe a hollow knight or something else i don't know yeah, I like that. I think it's interesting that we're both playing these free games with the battle passes. I think that I think that Pal Paladin is just newer to it. I think they're still trying to figure out the whole battle pass system. How uh, they're going to do it. Yeah, I mean, mm -hmm. so, you know, the seasons aren't really 100% figured out. There's, you know, right. Like I did, When I got it, I didn't know 
how many days were left. I didn't know. Like right now it's seeing 53 days are left. So it's really long. I think it started mm. a while ago. Um, I didn't really know what I was doing or or like what I needed to do. They have some weird esports thing in it, but I know there's challenges. I, I assume that eventually I'll get the ability to win like spheres or whatever. But there is like daily challenges that everyone can do. And then if you mm-hmm. do that, you guess. So there's a lot of stuff in the game. Unfortunately, it's just like Fortnite. They throw you in and they don't explain anything to you. And I kind of hate that, but I'm slowly yeah. learning. Um, yeah. And the fun thing is like the reason I bought into the battle pass with Fortnite, you know, I've already earned enough in-game currency. I don't have to pay for the next season. So that's another 10 weeks of all these challenges and stuff like that once it starts. But the fun thing is, you know, if you're somebody and this is the game that you're playing, you jump in and it gives you something at least every week to do, mm. right? So the only reason I was doing very good, I was chipping things off every single week and then I had three or four days before the next challenges were open to me. So you could play other stuff. But while I was on the road, I got behind and it was a mad dash to try to get caught back up. Because mm. once once it starts getting away from you, it's like, oh my goodness, now I've got 15 or, or 21 different challenges I need to get done. Um, but it does, I like that the fact that it gives you something to do. So Paladins is the same way. You would jump in and if you're starting to get tired of just the, the, the you know, the, the first person shooter aspect of it, those challenges are kind of fun. They give you just something else to strive for. Yeah, that's what I'm slowly starting to figure out just in general is that there's a lot of little quests and other modes and things, but the gameplay is there. It's funny. I was playing it. I was doing these live stream for work and I was just had a lot of time in between when we we're swapping people out and I was just playing a lot of paladins and everyone's like, Oh, just play, play overwatch. Just play overwatch. It's on sale right now. And I'm just like, it's not on my switch. I don't want it. So I don't care. Sorry. <laughs> I, like I, I don't have my, I, you know, I was there. I was at work at Microsoft. I'm, like, I'm just going to play paladins on my switch. And like, you know, yeah. I can't play overwatch on my switch. So boom. Missing out. They're yeah. missing More out. More stuff needs to be on the Switch. I yeah. agree. All right. Well, I hope that you have um, grand adventures. I hope you're able to play a few things. I'm glad that your Switch screen didn't crack and only the screen protector. Um, so that's Me too. scary. So ugh. yeah, just almost in time for the cloud save. So make sure you get that. You know, Next week, we'll have a full review of the online service. That's for sure. Absolutely. Um, I plan on getting it. I would assume you plan on getting it. So we'll be able to chat about it and kind of give our thoughts for sure for sure absolutely all right buddy well have a great great week um everyone of course you can follow us everywhere on the internet at nintendo or at dispatch podcast at <laughs> nintendo dispatch.com where you can of course of course subscribe to the podcast on all your favorite podcast apps you can rate review subscribe you can leave us a comment on the show you can email us directly you can follow me at James Montemagno at MS Rivet. And that's going to do it for this week's Dispatch. So until next time, this has been yet another Nintendo Dispatch.